Welcome to Ontario Outdoor Pursuit, your total Ontario hunting podcast. This podcast is brought to you in part by Titanium Archery Products. TAP specializes in vibration control and enhances into the stabilization for your archery equipment. Use code Ontario Outdoor Pursuit, no capitals, all one word, to get 15% off your order. This podcast also endorses a healthy living made from our friends at Kickaboo Spices, locally made in Ontario for hunters by hunters to help you enjoy all your wild game meats. Use Kika OOP for 10% off of your next order. We're going to do it? Are you ready? I'm ready. Good, because we're, we're live. Yeah, we're recording. Right on. Here we go. Wild Game Report number two, OOP coming at you. Cello, wow, that's really on, ex- brother? You're really excited, man. Oh, I am jacked up. <laughs> um, we're about to drop a cast and go hit the tree stand. Yeah, so we're going to get one out. It's uh, going to be short and sweet, folks. Yep. Wild Game Report, the second edition, like you said, and... Uh, we're probably going over a little bit of deer activity. Yep. We'll do deer activity again, and we'll all those birds that were slaughtered. It. it was a good weekend. Fucking right. <laughs> so on the line here, we are going to have Evan Chapel joining us to talk about the Wild Game Report. Uh, Evan is part of Savage Archers, and he is a great archer. He's a shooter over at Antler River, like you and I. And I can't wait to hear what he's got to say about the deer activity over in his area. Okay, Evan, uh, why don't you tell us uh, what the deer activity has been like over in your area? Well, the deer activity in my area right now is pretty It's pretty much getting up to, I think it's almost like the October lull. Like you, you guys were probably saying, I think, in the last one, that we're getting up there with this cold weather and everything. But when on Tuesday when I was out, the wind was howling from the west, which was making it really cold. Yeah. Like, I don't know about you guys. Yeah, um, our I went out Wednesday morning. Uh, that I think it was Wednesday morning that we had the real cold frost. Um, yeah. That was real nice. But, yeah, I wasn't able to make it out uh, Tuesday for that windy segment. Yeah, that was – it was some wind on Tuesday, that's for sure. So I was getting – because the farmer was taking the beans off the field that night. So it was just like I was getting, like – bean debris blown right in my face <laughs> the whole night. I'm like, it's like, okay, I see, I see you taking beans off. I don't need to be eating them like the deer. <laughs> so I thought, I, like, I saw the hunt taking the beans off, so I'm like, okay, no deer. This is going to be fun. So that's when I was talking with most of you guys probably on our group chat that we have. Yeah. And then Cello's just like, beans? You had the fresh bean smell. It's like, I don't want to smell like no beans. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, uh, did you end up seeing anything that night? That night, yeah, I actually had quite a field full. I was actually very surprised. Nice. Like the first, like the first deer that came out, I was thinking is either, either a two and a half or a one and a half year old buck. He was a good, like three by three. In a few years, he'll have some great potential. That is for sure. And then after him, he had about nine does come out behind them do you have a doe tag yes i do are you uh you gonna be bagging both or what uh i'm gonna try my best yeah because it's like i have my doe tag and buck tag and i also have my control tag for the first week of december because i'm the only crazy one that actually hunt in that cold of weather <laughs> uh we'll be out there no, I won't. I want to tag out before that. Jello's going to be sitting by the fire. <laughs> yeah, that's true enough. I want to tag out before that. I've done it before and it sucks. Well, see, I have never gotten a deer since I started hunting. I'm still deerless. I've never harvested deer. Holy shit. 
Well, let's yeah. get you a moose next year. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. Um. So, are you planning to get out any more this week at all? This week, I'm hopefully going out tonight. Yeah. We'll see how things go, and if not, I'll probably hit up Wednesday after work. It only takes me about 15 minutes to get to the stand. But the other thing I got to add for the activity in my area for was on Tuesday night, the little one-and-a-half or two-year-old buck, he was out in the field. He was fake sparring with nobody. <laughs> he was literally head down doing donuts in the middle of the field. I was like, this is hysterical. <laughs> like it was too funny he was running forwards running backwards doing donuts then he'd get up sniff the air chase a couple of the does around this one doe was not having it it's just like buzz off <laughs> like as soon as you come into the beans she's gone like she fucked it she's like i've had enough of this <laughs> it must be like a horny teenager or something who knows sounds kind of like a case of cwd really <laughs> yeah that's for sure um, so have you like kind of, you mentioned the October lull and yeah, that's kind of the phase that everyone seems to kind of put this part of the season at. Um, are you seeing anything more or less out of does? Are you seeing a lot more scrapes? I've been reading a lot more people seeing scrapes, a little bit of rubs. Um, like are, what are, are they chasing yet? Anything for you? Um, I haven't seen too many rubs, but I've seen like the odd, like little scrapes around. But I have noticed lately that a couple of the does in our area have been chasing off, like, their fawn a little bit. Not, like, extreme, yeah. but just, like, a tiny bit. So I'm thinking that it's almost getting close to that time. Yeah. But who knows? Yeah, well, that, that's yeah, good. It sounds like uh, everyone's seen a little bit more and more. And, yeah, this week's supposed to be pretty good. We're getting a lot of temps that are under 8 and 6 degrees and up in the uh, feels like negatives. So... Um, I really hope that speeds up the process a little bit. Um, yeah, I'm thinking it's supposed to hit about maybe like negative one. I think they're calling for like tonight or something like that. Yeah, that's perfect. We're uh, we're gonna make this a nice short and sweet episode this week uh, for our report, and we're gonna be getting out to the stand here shortly. Um, so that that's good. I'm I'm hoping you're able to bag something. Uh, we're gonna get the camera out tonight, and hopefully Martello's dropping something as well. And yeah. um, yeah, for, I guess it's been a little while. The last time we seen you would have been uh, Reinhardt, perhaps. Yes, it has been a little bit of a while since we've got the chance to hang out, or especially with shrimps. That guy is a hoot. Oh <laughs> yeah, he is. Um, yeah, that was great, man. I, I We appreciate all the help you guys gave us setting up and everything. We rolled in there pretty late that weekend, but yeah. that, that was a great shoot. I definitely look forward to that next year and uh, doing the Total Archery Challenge, if you guys are up for it. Oh, yeah, we, like I said, my brother and I, we're already looking at next year for that total archery challenge. We're already figured out what courses we're going to do, what day, like, everything. Are we going to do two in one day? Are we going to do all three on this, like, who knows? Because, you know, us, we'll just keep shooting until our arms fall off. But for me, that'd be quite a long day, especially for this draw length of mine. Yeah. Yeah, why don't you tell us a bit about that? <laughs> yeah, so... My draw length, because I am six foot six. Most people look at me, it's just like, okay, this is a big dude. He needs a big bow. His draw length got to be somewhat normal. No, by far it's not. My what? draw length is 32 and a half. Damn. That's awesome. So I have my bows rigged up half inch short just because 
that's the way I like it, just with my release and everything. But yeah, my arrows are full shafts. They don't get cut one bit. <laughs> if I really wanted to, I could cut off maybe half inch, but that's not really going to save me anything. No. Because I think right now my arrows are weighing in at 430, around 4, 430 grains, and they're flying out of my bow at 345 feet per second. It's so fast, man. Like, you'd be dropping a lot of things right in its tracks. Elephants. Yeah. Rhinos. Yeah, that was like the turkey I took this fall. Yeah, talk to Just us a bit about that. Actually, on Thanksgiving Day, I was actually pumped about that one. I was going to say, that turkey this fall was technically my first ever bow kill. That's awesome, man. Congrats. Why, thank you. Do you want to talk about how that turkey happened real quick? So, we have up on my, my family farm is in Port Elgin, Ontario. So it's about two and a half hours north of London area. So we have a nice, my, our farm's slowly getting smaller and smaller. And that, so we have roughly, I think, 15, 17 acres worth of property. We have a road that runs right through the middle of it, which is all private. We own that section of road. So nobody can get in trouble on our section of road. Like we do childish things sometimes out in the <laughs> middle of the road. Cop can't do anything about it. Yeah, your road. So they have the turkeys come up to the, like, literally the front and the side right of the house, regular, just regular. I get up, I'm not even at a bed, maybe 15 minutes, I think it's so, it's about a quarter after eight in the morning. I'm like, ah, it's still a little early, it's about the time to show up. I'm like, okay. I look right to my left, through the window, and there's the three toms that come up, walking down the road, like literally walking down the middle of the road. They have no care in the world. And so... I'm like, there they are. So my grandpa looks through the window. Yep, so they are. I go grab my bow, put my stabilizers and all that on, grab an arrow, walk out the patio door. So I'm on the front porch, come to full draw, step around the corner of the house, and pop them right at 20 yards. And then it's just like, I think because of how fast my arrows travel, he was like, he stopped. Look, he's like, what the heck was that? <laughs> As he's dying. And then, he's, and then he darts off into the uh, alfalfa field across the road. So I go chasing after him. That's wicked, man. That makes for one hell of a Thanksgiving. I'm, I'm real glad you got to get that. Hopefully you can put one of these deer down real soon, too. Oh, yeah. Hopefully I'm hoping for it, too, because I'm... Damn well due for one, that's for sure. Yeah, well, uh, get out there tonight. Uh, we got a few more things we're going to cover up on our end here. And, uh, yeah, we'll be up in that tree stand as well. Um, we really appreciate the call-in, man, and hopefully we can get you in next week for another report. Yeah, no worries. Next time I'll probably stop by your uh, good old basement and hang out there. We can probably have a little bit better conversation. <laughs> Absolutely, man. We're always game for that. All right, buddy. Alrighty, th 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 thanks yeah, for the call-in, and uh, good luck out there. Yeah, thanks again. Yeah, talk soon. Thanks for the call in, brother. Uh, man, I really hope he gets to put something down. Oh, yeah. I didn't know he's never got a buck under his belt or a deer, so. Well, it is how it is, It's going right? to be exciting. When Especially with a bow, it's, oh, yeah, it's, it's not as easy to rifle. Hey, man, I haven't recovered one with my bow yet, yeah. so. Um, yeah, I, I guess with my report, um, I had that little forky under me again. Uh, watched him walk in from 150 yards uh, earlier this week on a morning sit. He came in uh, about 8.30, quarter to 9, and he he walked in. I posted a video on Instagram of him. He was checking me out, and kind of how my stand is. It's a real low stand. It might be 10 feet up. It was the very first stand I ever put up out there, 
wood stand, an old handmade. Yeah, it's probably closer to twelve fifteen. Yeah, and maybe. Well, they're only bit. ten foot uh, plus the platform. I guess they're only ten foot lengths of. Wood, oh, okay. So, so yeah, yeah right pretty pretty maybe, close. Maybe twelve. Then yeah, I guess maybe. my bad. He was checking me out. Uh, he was at fifteen yards. Uh, my and my scent was blown. It was a uh, uh, west wind. So my scent was blown right in his face. He was kind of checking me out. Didn't care. Carried on his way and never spooked off or anything like that. And so that's the second time I seen him. And I uh, haven't seen too many more does, um, unfortunately. But I'm hoping that this is kind of they're running around right now, and hopefully these bucks are going to be coming a little bit more, and they'll be looking after for these does. Um, I know. Have you been able to get out for deer? Uh, I just had the two sets this year. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I haven't done one since the last one because right. I've been kind of busy. Kill, Smashing birds. Killing Why don't you a tell lot us of, about that. Killing a lot of birds. Give us the waterfowl update. Uh. Yeah, so there's a lot of birds moving right now with that cold weather. So Friday night, right after work, uh, we went out with the guys. They got a new field, so um, we were actually looking for people to join us Friday night. But, I mean, it's it's tough when no one has a layout blind and we don't really have extras, right? Yeah, so yeah. Um, anyways, we ended up finding a couple guys that had layout blinds, and uh, we went out to this new field, and within 45 minutes we shot a four-man limit. How many bands? Five, five bands. <laughs> That's wicked. Yeah, five bands. One from London, Ontario. Two from Tilsonburg, Ontario. One was from Moosonee, Ontario. And one was from Virginia, U.S. Yeah, and then you got out yesterday morning? Got out yesterday evening. Right. Um, th- 15 birds, 15 geese, sorry, and then seven ducks to top it off and one goose band from uh, Nunavut. That's wicked. So that's a cool one. You're so, telling me, tell me that story or tell everyone else that story because... That's pretty cool. The second one, right. Yeah. So last year I shot uh, my first band from Nunavut, small town, starts with an A, I can't remember. It's a really crazy name. Um, and so we went to, I called it in, and I was like, oh, that's cool, it's Nunavut, blah, blah, and uh, shot that last year. And then yesterday I shot one, and sure as shit, it was the same town in Nunavut. And I mean, a different year though. Different year. That's crazy. Banded in a different year, shot in a different but year. Same town. That's so cool. Same Such a town. Away. Yeah. Um. I mean, it was a different feel, but it was still remotely London area. Yeah. So I mean, I'm gonna say there's a flyway that goes from Nunavut to here. Yeah. So, that was cool. There'll be yeah, six bands and 43 birds in one weekend. In two Are months. they doing anything more now? Like with with the cold, like do you just see more flying? Are more coming down? Are they feeding more or less? Uh. Well. I think there's more in the area now, so that, I think the migration started. They're coming down, obviously, from and the north. that's that cold temps keeping that's them up That's that cold, yeah. And so, I mean, you have birds that stay in the area for three, four days, and then if it really gets cold, they'll keep moving. But, I mean, you always have local birds. So, I mean, we shot one where it was banded 100 yards from where it was banded years ago. So, <laughs> yeah. either that bird likes to come to the exact same field, or he's a local bird. Right. And never really leaves. And what's their flock spreads like? Like, what are, what are they doing? Are they still... Uh, so Do their numbers change much? Yeah, like the migrating groups are big. Yeah. And I mean, you get those small groups that break off once they're kind of in an area they know or like. And uh, we had a flock. It was the biggest flock I've ever called in to commit. And they landed. They were coming in and I just kept uh, spit clucking and hiccuping. And they came right in on top of us. They landed in the decoys at like five yards. And it was a flock of like 50, 60. Wow. It was the biggest flock I've ever got to commit, and it was cool. Um, so they committed, and it's I almost like the smaller flocks more because it's easier shooting. Like, yeah, yeah. I feel like when you have that many birds committing, everyone, including myself, is like, 
you basically throw a gun up and you just start pulling well, triggers. Right? If you oh, have you're five like, birds flying in with five guys, like everyone's yeah. trying to hammer a bird, but yeah. you got 50, you're like, it's like, shit, left, right, left, yeah. right. You're like shooting at one while you're looking at another. Like yeah, yeah. it just ends up not being really good. So like those smaller flocks when there's like six or something, it's like, okay, you actually take your time and you kill the birds you're supposed to. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was, it was an awesome week again for waterfowl, a uh, bunch of geese, bunch of mallards, some good woodies. Yep. Um, right on. nothing too crazy, but it was, it was so cool. Like the birds are moving. So as long as you're scouting out in the area, you can find birds. And it seems like you guys are going out like, and it's not even a full sit and you yeah. guys are done. Uh, you give me a call and it's like, Hey, yeah, we're done. Yeah, we're I'm done. Like, Shit. Yeah. It was still late. We honestly, we sat down. Um, I think we had probably like a half an hour relaxing time and then we, uh, <laughs> the first solo Friday night comes in and it's like a few hundred yards away. We're all staring at it. And we're like, is that a crow? And someone's like, I think that's a goose. And I was like, no, I don't think that's a goose. And we're all staring. And we're like, well, we'll get in the blinds. So we're in our layout blinds. We close the doors. And I just let out a little honk here and there just in case. And anyways, it starts coming. And it got to like 100 yards. And I was like, holy shit, that's a goose. <laughs> um, so anyways, one of the guys dropped that one. So we all start laughing. And then stuff just hit the fan. Like birds were coming left and right it was like flock five minutes later another flock five minutes later another flock and we were at our limit and we we had our doors to our blinds closed and there was birds still piling in the spread like we were kind of just you know calling and kind of seeing what would happen at that point and but just bird after bird after bird after flock and it was just like you almost wanted it to end so we can get out of the field yeah. so we didn't ruin it but like they just they wanted it so bad they loved that spread um they loved where we were positioned with the wind and everything and it's like the opposite of deer, right? Like yeah, yeah. with deer, you don't want your scent to go right towards them, but with geese, you want the wind to be at your back. So they land into you because they always land into the wind. Right. Fun fact for people. Um, but yeah. So, so yeah, total 43 birds, six bands, one weekend. That's wicked, man. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Felt really good. I was the only one calling all weekend. So it felt really good. Turned oh, to turn my first big flock around yesterday. Yeah. Like legitimately, like they took off and left us and then just spit, cluck, spit, cut, spit, cut, split. Spit cluck and 180 degrees turned around, came right back. It was like, that's awesome. Like, yeah, textbook. Yeah, that's that's something like I've I've called geese in before, but not when they've taken off and you actually completely get them to turn around. Yeah. So it was a cool experience. I love it. Like, n next time I get the call to go out, I'm bringing the DSLR for sure. I'm going to have that thing just, just catching every bit of action. It's going to be like photo, photo, shotgun, shotgun, shotgun. <laughs> photo, photo, photo. <laughs> Uh, also wanted to give a quick shout out to, uh, buddy Jeff. Um, I was actually looking for a layout blind or not a layout blind. Sorry. Still in the mode of ducks and birds. Now. Quack. Um, looking for a, Did you just have a quack, like a, a quack brain. A quack. You know how you have like brain farts? Yeah. Is it like a brain quack? A brain quack. I like it. We could use that. Like instead of swearing now, we'll just go, what the quack <laughs> for the PG listeners. <laughs> um, yeah, I was looking for a hunting blind just because I was trying to cut off a few of the bucks where they kept coming in on this easterly wind. Unfortunately, I haven't seen this easterly wind again, but uh, I made a post. This guy, Jeff, he hooked me up with a hunting blind, which was super cool. Uh, he just like, yeah, I got a spare one here. If you want it, come get it. So thank you for that. Um, he had an unfortunate event earlier on in the season, shot a buck, unfortunately wasn't able to recover it. Um, hopefully that's the last for you, my friend, cause it's, it's no fun for sure, but he was able to put down a beautiful seven point the other morning. It was just a hog of a deer. So congrats to you, Jeff. And, uh, yeah, hopefully, uh, you can get something down tonight for the, 
you excited tonight? This is the first time we've tried to film together since bear season. Yeah, really. Well, it's been so busy, right? And yeah. then you get you get a good weather. It's like, okay, you're going out, and it's like, shit, I know this wind works for my property. Like, I got to get out there. So we ended up splitting up. But, yeah, this is uh, – and this is the first time we'll get the DSLR out, too, yeah. which is pretty sweet. So it'll be really cool. We, we never really got a chance to hunt together in Moose Camp. Like, we met up and stuff, but yeah, was, we had our little, so busy. our little teams and stuff. So I'm excited to get back out in a tree with you. And We've got some pretty good uh, – like our weather's looking pretty good. We've got we, the we, highest pressure point tonight being at three and four o'clock. So that's going to take us up to three point three. Yeah. Uh, Thirty point three. Sorry. What? So when you're, what's this app again you're using? This is the Drury Outdoors Deercast app. Uh, so it'll kind of give you a rating on every day's cast. It'll let you know what kind of phase in quotations, if if you will. Um, and that it just kind of tells you like they'll throw down that this is the October lull, but this is. This is great. They do all kinds of little videos, like time of day overview, barometer. They'll talk about a little bit of bar- barometrics and uh, different wind phases, moon phases. That's one I haven't really got into, but um, yeah, no, it's a pretty sweet app. Tonight yeah. is looking and pretty it's free? good. And it's free. Okay, cool. It's definitely free. All week we've got uh, good and great evening hunts. Seems like all week we're sitting right around the 30 to 30.4 pressure which is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, we're sticking to like the highest wind this week looks like May 15. Okay. 15 What's the, uh, hour, so do you low. say the temperature lows and high for today? It's going to be seven degrees going out there for us. Nice. That's good. Yeah. That, that's just to start out. So, uh, hopefully we can get into some colder temps as the night goes. I think on. so. Do you want to, you're busy over there. What I am. Doing? I'm actually making a massive order of Kickaboo spices and seasonings. Ray, great. if you're listening to this, this is what I'm doing it when you're messaging me. Uh, yeah, we're going to be giving a little, Marcello is going to donate a package to every listener. This what? Moment. Oh wait, you're not doing that. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I thought that's what you're talking about. No, everyone gets 10% off from Kickaboo seasonings already. I'm not giving them free. <laughs> I have a bank to well, take care of. Mine, mine are going to be free anyway. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, we're putting in uh, 13 bottles of... Are you putting of, my order in that, too? Yeah, nice. 13 bottles of jerky juice, some dry seasonings. going to need it with all the damn birds you keep dropping. Oh, man, our freezers are so full. It's ridiculous. I think we're at... I think we're shy of, like, 200 birds already. That's amazing. That's cool. <laughs> like, goose sausage this year is going to be, like, a two-day event. That, we're at, I think we're going to make a lot more jerky because, the, you, like... You got it. Like, well, I don't think I can afford... Nine and a yeah. half hours last year. Yeah. I don't think I could afford to buy the pork that I need to do this <laughs> this year. Um, so, I mean, that being said, yeah, we're stocking up our jerky juice right now. For the... I actually got uh, a couple of chicken breasts and thighs up on marinade on the hickory right now. Oh, yeah? That's for dinner yeah. tonight with stuffed peppers. Right on. Did you make a third serving? Because uh, uh, when I shoot this well, deer tonight... Marcello's t- kind of moved in. Like, when I shoot this deer tonight, I'm going to need to eat. No, so. We have eating backstraps. Forget <laughs> about the fucking chicken. <laughs> Victoria's gonna come home. We're just gonna throw it in the garbage. We're having deer tonight. Cam, we just bought that. I don't care. <laughs> just feed it to the dog. That's funny. We'll all be eating rich. That's for sure. We'll have the stove going in the garage. Yeah, I I hope we get to see one today. I mean, it's been kind of I want to say dry out there this year. Like mm-hmm. the week I wanted to hunt, the corn just came off, so I was really excited. I was like, oh, this is cool. And they did a really good job of blowing silage everywhere, so there's feed everywhere. And then three days after they did that, they went back and tilled all of it. Right. So it's just like okay, well, farm equipment's been there for two out of two days out of the week. Um, I mean, not farm equipment ruins a hunt, but I was hoping that corn would stay on the ground a little longer. Yeah. 
And to be honest, I was if that corn stayed up, that would have been a crazy goose field after we fill a deer like a deer tag. So that would be cool. Them getting trying to get some winter weed on might be pretty high right now. So yeah. Hopefully that can kick up. I guess we'll see when we get out there. Yeah, I have I have no idea what they're thinking. I have no idea what they ever think. So um, I'm that, putting odds that we're gonna see a doe tonight. I'd like to. I'd really like to. And I might bring my laptop so we can check the trail camera tonight while we're there. Yeah, we'll just be. Uh, We'll just be on the laptop in the tree stand. Yeah, like making business Do you phone play calls. Games and... in the tree stand. No, but does someone uh, take business uh, phone calls in the tree stand? I definitely. Hopefully, no one's listening. But I did take a conference call Thursday morning <laughs> from the tree stand. I got a Snapchat from your personal phone of your work phone and you were on a conference call in a tree stand i was laughing so hard i had to do what i had to do i made it in work time or to time and like i I, everything was great (laughs) great way to start my day i actually made it back out to the stand that night so that was perfect hopefully this week i'll be able to get out it is a pretty busy week for me at work but um yeah i gotta gotta put it in the time anyway yep ramping up right now yep we're just about to wrap this up but i'm gonna ask you real quick what did you want against spicy italian yeah, spicy Italian jalapeno for sure, and another one bottle. bottle of okay, yeah, I got you the bottle. I just got you the dries. Sorry, everyone, but that's what we do when we're here. We order a bunch of food from our friends over at Kickflip Spices. Food or gear off of Amazon. Should almost work for Amazon, like maybe just a part time. Fun fact: There's uh, climbing sticks on Amazon right now for everyone. They're ninety dollars for twenty feet. That's not bad. That's a really good price. With so ratchet I, straps. With too. ratchet yeah. straps, too. So right. in and case anyone's looking for those. Marcello also bought those for me. Thank you for that. I, I did not do any of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right. everyone, thanks for uh, chiming in this week. Good luck to all that are getting out in the stand. Blinds, uh, layout blinds. Yep. I hope everyone's able to get something down on the ground. Let us know what your thoughts are. I was. We didn't have too many people messaging about talking no, like if you guys want to message in and talk on the phone, like Evan did and yeah, Jacob absolutely. and Catherine did, I mean, it's fun, man. Yeah, like I love talking. To... I just want to hear more about what's going on. Like I know yeah. Evan's over in the north end of London. And yeah, I'm in the south southwest. So, and I'm on the same road as you for some reason. Yeah, how does that work? I don't know. Before Cam and I even like rekindled our friendship, rekindled. That's cute, eh? Yeah. Uh, before that happened, we ended up hunting on the same road without knowing, and then once we became friends again, it was like, oh yeah, where are you hunting? Oh, this road. That's the same road as mine. Oh, we're like two kilometers from each other. Okay. Yeah. So. Anyways, that's a fun fact for today. And uh, I'm going to go shoot facts. a doe, hopefully. Yeah. yeah. I hope you get something. That'll be cool. Anyway. I, j- I jinxed it, though. Yeah. Well, maybe not. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to go gear up. I got to get the camera all prepped. And again, good luck to all. Don't forget to get your orders in at Kickaboo. Ray's going to be busy with our order. So obviously, you have to wait your turn. But he will get to you eventually. Anyway, we'll see you guys next week for another uh, Wild Game report. Ciao.